Well, it is my pleasure to be joined by former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger of the NFL Network, and he'll be on the call of the Colts-Bills game this Sunday, part of the Compass Media Networks. Baldy, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. I, I mean, it's, it's a marquee game this week. And I, I think for the Colts, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get to it here, but, you know, they were in the early season crypt, and they've done the, dug themselves out right now. And, you know, they, they beat up on all the, the teams that they should beat. But this is this is critical here this week. This is a good team they're going against, and they can really you know get a barometer turn where they're at right now. No, absolutely. I mean, it, and you look at it from both sides. I mean, you, you talk about it from a Colts perspective, but you also look at it from the Bills. You look at the records, and you're like, all right, they're fighting for that one seed, but they're also fighting you know to remain relevant in their own in their own division because the Patriots continue to put up wins. So it's a big game for the Bills in that respect as well. These games right now, uh, we've already had the frost and the pumpkin. You know, Thanksgiving <laughs> is around the corner, right? Like this is this is the time when you got to start stacking wins. And really, what you want to do if you feel like you're a playoff team is you want to get battle tested. You want to get battle tested before those. And so the only way you truly get battle tested is by going up against the best and measuring yourself. I mean, this Bills team comes in with the number one defense in football, and all you have to do is turn the projector on to see why. You know, and offensively, they're right there at the very top with one of the best you know passing combinations in the league with. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. I mean, the Colts are going to get everything they want right now in this uh, in this game. And you know, you 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 get on a plane ride home and beat Buffalo, you feel like you could beat anybody in this league. And that's just that's how locker rooms work. That's how teams work. That's how big games work. When we break down this game, I kind of want to start with an area I know you love. We've got two elite offensive lines facing off on Sunday. For the Colts, the starting five is finally intact, and it kind of they, they appear to be gelling as of late. What have you seen from this Colts offensive line recently? Well, I thought they I, I thought they got tested pretty good by Jacksonville. Not just you know Josh Allen, who had a pretty good day in the first half, but I thought they saw a lot of blitzes from Jacksonville that you don't normally see, a lot of pressures. And so, you know, when you're talking about gelling, uh, that's when you know uh, when you're playing well together, when you can pick those kind of things up and protect your quarterback. And I think they can still get better than what I've seen. I thought I thought Carson took too many hits. And I want to see Carson trust the protection more. I understand, you know, you've had issues at the tackle position. You know, uh, Big Q has missed time. So I understand being, you know, a little bit in a rush to get outside the pocket when things aren't there. But – I want to see Carson trust this protection a little bit more this week against Buffalo. I think I think he'll be better. I think the passing game will be better. And I think the combination of Carson and the offense line will be better if he could do that. Now, sticking with Carson Wentz, I know he's, he's been in a Colts uniform now through 10 games. How would you assess his play for, to this point? You know, he's a sideboard. I mean, he's as tough as they can come. I mean, he was flattened a bunch of times the other day, um, you know, just – being chased on over the field all the way to the end when they had to, you know, preserve the the end of the game there, that throw to Pittman on the sideline. I mean, he's literally falling off his, you know, falling right on his face as he's making that yeah. throw to Pittman that really put the game on ice. I mean, he's just a, he's just a fierce, fierce competitor. And um, nothing really stops that guy, uh, no matter whether it's injury or defeat or anything. I mean, he's, he's wired the right way to compete. And that's what I'm seeing, you know, and the fact that, uh, I think he's really building a pretty good relationship with Michael Pittman, which is really huge Yeah. right now. I mean, we know he can throw to the backs and, you know, we got to see T.Y. here is, is he gets healthier is on the field more. But I, I think the fact that he's got a real number one wide receiver, Michael Pittman right now is, is real huge for this offense. 
You talk about having a number one receiver. Well, we know they have a number one running back in Jonathan Taylor, who's going to take over the league lead in rushing yards. He's tied right now with Derrick Henry, so just one yard on Sunday, which I'd assume is going to come early. How impressed have you been by Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Colts? Well, he leads the league in you know total yards. He's you know he's tied with Derrick Henry with rushing yards. He's averaging almost six yards a carry. I mean, you'd think he's back at Wisconsin, and <laughs> right? He's going up to Indiana, you know, with the numbers that he's putting up right now. Uh, and it's consistent. But, you know, the thing about him is there's a lot of players that would have that combination that he has, and they'd be in too big of a hurry. And he 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 isn't. He really understands that, yes, he's got a, a very explosive step, and he can hit home runs. But he's not trying to do it every play. And so I think he's got the right feel for when to hit the juice and, you know, try to hit that 20-yard run versus, you know what, there's – it's third and three. Let's get three and a half yards and get first down. Let's go. And so I think he's just got a, a rare combination of uh, patience. And then when it's time to just get the yards that are there, he gets the yards that are there. And that's not easy for a young player to do. We're talking with Brian Baldinger of the NFL Network. He's going to be on the call for Sunday's game in Buffalo of the Compass Media Networks. We talked about the quarterback play of the Colts. When you look at Josh Allen, this guy's just lightning in a bottle. You know, he's very difficult to defend. I mean, he's so big, and he's such a great athlete. He can extend plays with the best. Uh, he got his tight end back last week to Austin Knox. Uh, he was off to an unbelievable start before I think he broke his hand. Um, but, you know, he, he's a big part of the running game. I mean, they've got two backs, and – Motor Singletary and Zach Moss, but you know you got to account for Josh Allen anytime he drops back because he can just take off with it, and he's as good a runner as any quarterback in this league outside of maybe Lamar. So he's very difficult to defend, and he feels like he can make every throw. He's got elite arm. He can. He's got the eyes of a hawk. He can see anything down the field from anywhere on the field, and so if you go to sleep, if you don't, if you're not careful, he can make you pay. We're talking with Brian Baldinger. I know there's an area that I'm going to be really focusing on when you look at this matchup is the defensive side of the ball. These teams are 1-2 and two in most turnovers forced in the NFL this year. Right now the Bills lead the league with 24, and the Colts are second with 21. Do you think the team that creates the most turnovers at the end of the day is going to win this game on Sunday? That's usually you know, a pretty telling statistic. I mean, it's hard to overcome that in this league. The possessions are so valuable. Um, but you know, one thing that we're seeing more of, you know, certainly turnovers are a factor. But we're seeing a lot more teams go for it on fourth downs now. And if you can get fourth down stops, it's it's right. not quite a turnover, but it, it kind of looks like a turnover. You don't get any points. You get the ball good field position so in, generally. And so fourth downs are really important right now in addition to the turnovers because, um, you know, you go around the league and you see teams that, you know, didn't convert on fourth downs and see if they won that game or not. Generally – it's almost like you count it as a turnover and they end up losing. Now, I know one of the things you like to watch is, you know, the nasty play. You know, the Colts linebacker, Darius Leonard, he's the maniac for a reason. What do you like about watching Darius play on the football? Well, I mean, he, uh, well, he, you know, he's got the longest arms of anybody in the league. And so, <laughs> you know, I mean, whether it's poking the ball out or sacking the quarterback or getting in the passing lane, um, you know, I mean, he's just, he's always, he's always in putting you in harm's way. Uh, and he just has tremendous instincts for the game. Uh, you know, and his ability to get the ball out and just take a play and just like he did against the Raiders, you just punch the ball out. Um, it's rare. It's just rare to see it, but he's looking for it. You can tell he practices it uh, because it shows up in a game. And he's not sacrificing tackles in order to try to, 
you know, forced fumbles. I mean, it's it's all part of his game. It's built into the game. And look, the guy doesn't come off the field. He plays every snap. Right. And you never know when he's going to be that guy that turns the game around. He's he's done it so many times in his four years so far. Final couple things with Brian Baldinger of the NFL Network. He's going to be on the call for the Colts-Bills game on Sunday, part of the Compass Media Network. The Bills secondary might be one of the most dangerous in the league with guys like Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, and Jordan Poyer. What does that secondary do so well? Well, I think – I mean, I don't have any stats on this, but I, I, I feel like I'm right. Um, they're the most experienced secondary in the league, meaning they played the most amount of games together. Right. You look at Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, they're, they're, they're there every single week. For as long as Sean McDermott's been there, those two have been there. And then you get Tredavious White and Levi Wallace at the corners and Taron Johnson, you know, in the slot. I mean, those five guys line up every play, every game. I mean, they don't miss games. They don't get injured. I hope I'm not jinxing them. But that's – that's and so with that, they just have their level of communication. You just see it. They don't break down in the back end. And let's face it, when you miss tackles or you break down the back end of your defense, you give up big plays. Like – you know, Agnew going for 66 yards last week against you for their opening touchdown. Like, that shouldn't happen. Right. And against Buffalo, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't remember anything like that happening to this secondary this year so far. So, they're they're very experienced. They do a lot. They uh, they give you a lot of looks. Uh, they Their communication is just second to none. And so, they, they play well together. I don't know, have you put your prediction cap on? What are your expectations for what we see on Sunday? Well, I, I think like a lot of these games, I mean, I think it's going to come down into the fourth quarter, and it might be just who has the ball last. I mean, that's just how these games are being played almost. I mean, I know there were some blowouts last week in the National Football League, but for, in general, these, these games are being decided in the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter. And I think this game on Sunday will be no different. You know, are you kicking field goals? or scoring touchdowns. And that's going to be the difference on Sunday between these two teams because I think they're pretty evenly matched. All right, lastly, when we're looking at some teams when we come January, the Colts sitting at 5-5, five and five, do you think there's going to be some postseason football here in Indy? Well, look, I mean, they play Buffalo and Tampa in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I mean, they're going to find out a lot about themselves. Right. You know, they, they still got to play Arizona down the road. They're beating all the teams they're supposed to beat. They're supposed to beat the Jets, supposed to beat, you know, uh, you know Jacksonville. They're supposed to beat those teams. Uh, you know, now, you know, they lost it to Tennessee. So, you know, now they've got to, you know, they, they've got to beat some of these good teams, a Buffalo, a Tampa, you know, you got to find a way to beat those teams if you're going to be good enough for the postseason. And so it's all out there. They've got the five and five. That was hard to do uh, considering the start and how difficult some of those losses were to start the season. And now it's time to start beating up on some good teams and, and show that you're a good team. There you go. Great stuff. Brian Baldinger, former NFL offensive lineman, four-year Colts, part of the NFL Network, and he's going to be a part of the Compass Media Network radio call on Sunday in Buffalo between the Colts and the Bills. Baldy, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time. Yep, my pleasure.